You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. It is January 1st, New Year's Day, 2023. That sounds fucking terrible, Corey. Um, I, I feel like on my, the rise. I think I feel like my mindset is still that we're in like the early 2000s. But oh my god, I wish we were in the early 2000s to be a child and for you to not exist for the most part not ex- bro i was born oh two i existed for most of the oh, okay I, I don't know dude. It, it just seems like whatever whatever yeah i would love to be a child again being a kid was simpler um definitely a lot you know easier watching the habs back then with <laughs> saku and mm. kovalev and markov because you know, we have a game to talk about and it was truly a travesty. But before we get to that, uh, how was your New Year's, buddy? Uh, any New Year's Eve things getting, you know, going on? Like, did you get, get up to anything in your, your old age? Yeah, I sure did. Uh, I, 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 I awoke my old bones. <laughs> um, I had worked the Pelicans game the night before. Then I had to be up and at the Superdome. For six in the morning for the Sugar Bowl, which was a waste of time. Uh, normally, I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic for college teams because these motherfuckers drink and it depletes like our resources. So we got one more game in the dome for the Saints, um, and we really needed these college kids to come in and and. and f- fucking put a dent in the supply, you know, and uh, they didn't because uh, K-State and Alabama apparently don't drink. So, and, and it was like, it was Alabama, like, like out, yeah, you would think, you know, a Rodam tad, you would think that they fucking drink, right? No. And it's like the, the perfect drink time. The game started at 11 in the morning. What do you mean y'all aren't drinking? I thought you'd think, sorry, yeah, that's actually that's so perfect. Tide, tide fans don't drink, maybe they do when they're home, but it's New Year's Eve, it's 11 in the morning. Your team is playing in the Sugar Bowl, you're in New Orleans. Why aren't you drinking? I only changed two kegs on my floor. I worked the 100 level at the Superdome. It used to be the busiest level other than the 200 because the 200 had quad, like just massive party rooms. Uh, No, like as a total group, we might have changed six kegs, whereas LSU, 
versus Florida State at the beginning of the college season this year. They went through, fuck, it was like, I think it was like 50, 55 kecks in the entirety of the day. And they have to shut off for halftime. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, at the start of the third is the end of alcohol sales for NCAA rules. So for for to have that, and I understand that's close to home, but it's New Year's Eve. You would think that both teams, their fans are here to fucking have a good time. That's all New Orleans can offer you is a good time or a fucking bad time. It, it, it is literally you're either having fun or you're getting robbed or you're getting shot. So, <laughs> yeah, and you're here for a good time. So you're not drinking. It, it blows my fucking mind. Anyway, Alabama won. Roll damn tad. Uh, so I got home. Wait, like, what are you saying? Roll damn tide. Roll damn tad. That's just roll tide. Oh, okay. It's just just another just another way of saying it. We we were just having fun with all uh, the funny uh, southern accents that were present. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I got home at like three three in the evening. Uh, dropped my cousin off home, then brought my wife to work, came home. She worked till like uh, 10. And I just kind of chilled at the house for a little bit, kind of pre-gamed all day, uh, played the switch for a little bit, uh, fucking ate some food. Then my buddy called. We had a party on my streets, normally like this massive block party. We found that out last year. Uh, I know we talked about it on the podcast, but it was like me and Jack were just getting into the house. We had got the house in uh, mid-November uh, and then fucking December 31st. Uh, I had to work, you know, the next morning for the fucking Sugar Bowl. And that was, you know, the day of New Year's. Not not the, you know, not the I'm sorry. It was the night. It was a night game, not a day game. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, whatever. I, I don't fucking remember. Uh, but I just remember that I was like, baby, I'm going to bed. I got to be up at five in the morning. I'm not going to be able to, you know, do the 12. I'm not going to see, see you for New Year's that, you know, yada, yada. And my fucking my street erupted from fucking 1150 to like three in the morning with just explosive artillery round uh fireworks <laughs> and i just remember getting no fucking sleep so we were anticipating like a wild night like that we were getting ready but um our neighbor across the street who's like the main party guy he's got like the dj booth set up and shit he went out of town so it it uh it kind of saved us from a little bit of it but with me finally being off for one uh it did suck considering i didn't have you know, I was off. I could have experienced it instead of like having to go to bed early. But anyway, my buddy lives up right up the street, went by his house, uh, played some three man. I'm sure y'all know what that is. Uh, it will Mason. I don't know about anyone else, but it's a college game. Y'all wait with the dice. You ever play it? No. Uh, you know what Captain Dickhead is? Nope. Okay. So uh, three man's like a dice game, two dice. You roll it. Uh, if you roll snake eyes or a one and a two, you're three man. And every time uh, someone rolls a three of any kind, like as far as like, uh, you know, one of the dice is the number three. That person has to drink automatically, regardless of what 
you know, if it's a played game, if it's a played hand. So you roll a dice. If it's a seven, it goes to the person to the left of you uh, to drink. If it go, if it's a an eleven, it goes to the person to the right. Uh, nines are community. Um, doubles. If you get any doubles other than snake eyes, you split the dice. You give it to two other people. They have to roll uh, high or low. You decide, and it's either for shots or for sips. Um, or you can give it to just one person and they have to roll in the sum of whatever they roll is how many sips they have to take. Uh, let's see. Uh, number eight, we have a Nerf gun and it's like the uh, like the gunslinger one. So you fucking put a bullet in, uh, spin it, you know, uh, throw it back in, shoot yourself. If you get hit, you got to take a shot. Um, and then you add rules. So if you roll five hands that have uh, an action sequence, you make a rule after that. So then the rules pile up until the game gets so out of hand, everyone fucking quits. That's three man. Uh, so we played okay. three man for like fucking six, seven hours outside. Just got like belligerent, uh, played a little cornhole, uh, played a little pong, but three man took over the fucking night. It was a blast. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you had a good time. Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, I had a pretty decent uh, New Year's as well when I had a uh, went out with the boys, but uh, I won't you know take up too much time with that. Uh, we do have some hockey stuff to talk about, so we can get into that. Um, Owen Beck is that was that what the I think that's what we were going to talk about, right? First World Juniors. What's we'll that? Off there. Uh, let's let's just let's go let's go to the the Caps game first, and we'll. Oh, we'll go sorry, to... totally. I yeah, said it good. in the intro too. Uh, yeah. So Habs played the Caps, and it may have well, might as well have been a uh, fucking AE under fucking Peewee team, because that was terrible. Uh, Ovi had his way with Montreal as he usually does. The, there's no active player with more goals or points against the Montreal Canadiens than Alexander Ovechkin. Uh, scored his 30th hat trick of his career. But what I think was really telling of the game is that Ovi scored his 30th hat trick of his, year, of, his, of his career in a year in which he is chasing Wayne Gretzky's record. And he did not, not celebrate that third goal, <laughs> which I understand is a respect thing. And, you know, you don't want to showboat but he barely blinked and it was a beautiful goal. And Alex Ovechkin, you know, I don't think he does. He doesn't hot dog. He doesn't showboat, but that man loves to score more than anyone else in this league. And it's part of why, what has made him so successful and why he scores so often. He, yeah, there was no joy in that goal. So, yeah. And there was no joy uh, in watching that game <laughs> or well, in well, being the- a Habs player. Yeah, the two, I mean, the two call field goals were really, really pretty. Um, but no, Ovi is just a, uh, an animal. And it, it's cr- it's crazy to see, like you just said, like Ovi's not going to celebrate that. Like, do you remember like the old Ovi celebrations? Like he was <laughs> just just like the, the veteranness, you know, of him now. Like the stature is just so wild compared to fucking putting the flames out and you know you know like the wild shit he used to do oh yeah no but in talking about that game like i don't even know where to uh 
where do we like where do we even go from here like that was just brutal and i understand we have five rookie defensemen but it, it was awful and to to top it all off um what really put the icing on the cake was caden Gooley getting injured yeah um, that or wait was that that game no that was last well that he, was the he game got, yeah he got so he he left the the um excuse me the panthers game yes yeah, sorry um but to top it all off on top of that news because we found out that day uh kane gully had to miss miss the game and i think it was very evident how much we miss him because very unfortunate after you know how well he's been playing especially i mean i know it's like not an, a, a big stat but like for him to be uh in second and you know points for defensemen i'm sure no. for us it means something you know for him i'm sure it does too but he's got a long career so it's not the, the biggest thing for him but i'm sure he yeah, there absolutely. is a, a sense of pride you know and, and not wanting to exit yep and uh before uh uh, we get into the world juniors. I think we have a message from our friends at DraftKings. That's right, Mason. Hockey fans, light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their games and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement for you, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. By combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot and an even bigger payout. Remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Mason, we're back. Uh, yeah, let's get a little world, little world juniors uh topic going, bud. Yeah, so Owen Beck, uh, is coming in. He is going to make his appearance, which now shows us just how close he was to making the team. I think that's fucking sick. Uh, he was the first man up. Unfortunately, the Doc brothers uh do not have very good luck. Yeah. At the juniors kirby doc went down a couple of years ago and now his brother colton doc looks like he separated his shoulder terrible just Oof. very unfortunate scenes but you know we do wish him all the best and a, a speedy recovery however it does give owen back a great opportunity and he will slide into the lineup as the 13th forward but you know hopefully he impresses and We'll see where this where this goes, but I think it's great to see that. Whoops, daisies! This opportunity because he's likely going to be the only returning, you would assume, only returning player next year unless Adam Fantilli stays in college. But I think that's no. That's a that's a long shot. Yeah. Well, you guys are. uh, Well, one uh, that's amazing for Owen Beck. Uh, Definitely thought he should have made your roster. and now, even even without him making it, he's been like fucking going crazy in Mississauga, um, you know, since his return to the team. So hopefully, he brings that spirit to to Team Canada, which I'm sure he will. If anything, you guys are uh, 
y'all's goal for goal against is like 29 and eight. That's the second best in the league. Well, in the, <laughs> in, in the championship, um, we call it in the tournament. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he just like, if there, if there's any little gaps or anything with team Canada, he'll rejuvenate that really quick. I wouldn't be surprised um, if he, you know, capitalizes on some like really, really important goals for y'all. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think he's going to have a tough time uh, drawing, getting minutes on that team, especially as the 13th forward. But I think it's just good at the end of the day for him to have that opportunity and that confidence boost. And I think it'll be, I'll be watching. There'll be a, a second eye on him for sure. Uh, but another Habs prospect on Team Canada who has been thriving as of late, Joshua Waugh. Joshua um, Well, he did what we knew he was going to, Corey. Remember we said, I can't believe he's on the third line. Worked his way up with <laughs> Connor Bedard and things have been clicking. And I understand it's almost impossible to not get points when you play with Connor Bedard whether he's bouncing a puck off your ass into the net or if he's picking up a shitty breakout pass and going up the other end. Fixing it. <laughs> at points, right? But Josh Wall has played very, very well. And what I think we've learned and started to see in his game, or so we've learned about his game, is that Josh Wall is very, very capable of playing with highly talented players. Not only is he a highly talented player, he led the CHL in scoring last year. He is on another, you know, maybe not quite as fast this year pace in the queue, but another on pace for another incredible season. But he can really support better players and not maybe not better play. Well, Bedard is clearly a better player. It's, I mm-hmm. think Stan Coven is too, but he's, he elevates everyone he plays with and he modifies his game to suit their needs, which I think bodes very well for the Habs in the future. They need wingers who can do that. And in the future, maybe you're looking at a team with Suzuki and whoever we draft this year down the middle or Doc, along with Joshua in that top six on the wing, supporting whoever needs to be going out on the penalty kill and the power play. I think Joshua is one of the most dynamic um utility players team Canada has because they use him in every situation and it never seems to hurt them. No, I love that. And we could definitely use a guy like that. Just an able, enabled body <laughs> that can be utilized in any aspect. Um, it, it's almost scary. Like uh, if, if you're, if you're a guy on the tabs right now, that's underperforming uh, <laughs> it's gotta be uh, terrifying knowing what could be coming yeah absolutely i think um the future is very bright and one last uh, guy i kind of want to give a shout out to adam angstrom our third round pick mm-hmm. last year defenseman out of sweden you know i heard through the woodwork that quietly it was a very good pick from the habs mm-hmm. but i don't think anyone really expected from my understanding i'll be honest i don't know much about adam angstrom other than what i've learned in these last few weeks and it's that he looks very talented. And it's I, watching Canada play Sweden the other day. Yes, Canada won, and they won quite comfortably. But every time Adam Engstrom was on the ice, he was doing something. 
something for the Swedes, whether that was killing a play defensively or at least making it hard on the Canadians. Mm-hmm. He, he had was like the top man up bringing the puck in like on a breakaway type stuff constantly. He was all over the ice and he never, I didn't see him get caught, uh, caught up the ice once against team Canada. I think that's very impressive. He, uh, I believe has been leading or second, uh, for the Swedes a nice time. He's on that top pair. I think he's been very, very, very good. And, you know, just add, add another name to the Habs incredible defensive prospect tool, because I think Adam Engstrom could be a legit, a legit guy with legit NHL aspirations. Well, we have to look out for them. They're going to be playing Finland. Um, is that tomorrow? Is that when the quarter start uh, tomorrow? Yeah. So the day, sure. Holy, uh, the day of release for this episode. Yeah. So the second. Okay. Yeah. So we got uh, really great games. So hopefully I can, I'm off tomorrow. So I'd love to try to find a way to watch it. Uh, any of these. Um Good luck against Slovak, dude. Good lord. Good lord. Good lord. Roll damn tad. Uh so yeah, US made it in too, bud. And uh play no our car- if we if we play our cards right and we beat Germany and you beat Slovak, we'll be seeing a US versus Canada in the semis. Which I would love to see. I think the US would get absolutely shit on. Didn't you say that uh, last time? That was a fluke. A fluke. Wait, we won. We won last time. What are you talking about? The last time we played each other. No, oh, but who won the gold? What last year? Yeah, it was us. Okay, but who won it the last time that we played each other for gold? Who? Not last time. Didn't we play each other last last year? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember last year's, but I remember Cole Caulfield's. Yes. Boy. I remember, uh, I remember two years ago. 2022 World Juniors gold medal game. Oh, we we beat Finland because you guys didn't even make it there. Yeah, we had a tough one. You didn't even you didn't even medal. Okay, we'll 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 check out check out the, the previous years. Previous years? Yeah, when y'all was screaming, uh, trash can gate. Trash can gate. <laughs> Barrel gate. I think it was, was it called? Barrel? I don't remember what it was called. I don't know, but there was a barrel. There was a barrel and they were saying it was Team Canada. One more barrel. Yeah, so silly. Classless. Classless. I'm classless. Mm-hmm. You calling Cole Caulfield classless? classless? Who's only who's only two goals out of matching last year's fucking goals? Classless Americans. This is how you treat us after your boxing day. My boxing day. I don't know. I don't know, but at this point, I don't know. Uh before we get out of here, did you see the play? It was Tampa. Oh, fuck. Who were they playing? Maybe Tampa versus Washington. Let me look that up real quick. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to look it up as I talk, which I'm terrible at. Um, anyway, 
Hagel takes the puck, puts it on net, and whoever the fuck the goalie is, he pulls the puck out of the goalie's uh, glove and throws it on the ice and pops it in. No, I haven't seen. Have that. you seen this? It's no. it's okay. So it's against the Rangers. It's it's against uh, Shesterkin. Is that right? Uh, or, yeah. or is it the other one? Uh, yeah. Know. So fucking, he puts it on net. Shesterkin's got it. Like, I don't know if it's in his glove or he just got it on his chest, right? And Hagel just reaches in, grabs the puck, puts it puts it back on the ice, and it gets kicked in. So I don't know if I don't know if it's stood, but it has got to be one of the most bizarre plays I've seen in forever. Yeah. So he throws it back on the ice and then Adam Fox tries to come in and, you know, get him off his guy. And his his blade on his skate pops it into the direction of the goal and it goes in and then they're celebrating. I don't know if that that goal stood, but uh, I just sent it to you on your Instagram it's got to be one of the most bizarre plays I've ever seen in my life. And if it stood, I don't, I don't know how you can even allow that without goaltender interference. <laughs> I haven't seen the play, so I, I don't know how to comment on it. I'm going to pause it so you can watch it real quick. Because I think you need to see this. Okay. Okay, so I've watched the video. Um, <laughs> Brandon Hagel is an absolute fucking clown <laughs> I, I am shocked that didn't result in a fight dude i'm su- like i'm surprised someone didn't chop his fucking hand off that's crazy he just he just he just goes for it i have never seen something like that now no, that's i don't i don't see how that could stand you know what i'm saying like like i don't know how that goal can be allowed I don't know if it did. I just saw it. And <laughs> I just could stop laughing. Like, it's just so fucked up. But uh, I figured that's a good laugh on, on the way out. But, uh, yeah, Mason, I know, I know you got to get up out of here. Um, There's going to be some great games for World Juniors uh, tomorrow, and I'm glad to be off to watch. We also have the Winter Classic. Not overly hyped about it, just because these teams have I'm not going to say played each other. I don't fucking remember, but they've been in many winter classics. So it's just, it, it's not that impressive for me. Uh, not like the the Southern one from two, two years ago or three years ago, whatever it was. That was a fantastic one. But uh, yeah, Mason, why don't you take us out of here before I start rambling on about dumb shit. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys stopping by uh, listening to the episode. We're going to have the, Hour-long episode uh, on Thursday, uh, Thursday episode this week. A little bit of a change, but we appreciate all the support change. that you guys. What? Okay, a little bit of a change. This this year has been just so crazy. <laughs> There's no structure. Yeah, the, the, the consistency <laughs> has not been there. Um, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, coming back and listening to us, uh, even through all the weird ups and downs we've been going through. So thank you very much for your continued support. And without further ado, that'll be it for this week. Uh, We'll talk to you guys soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network.
New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.